Yes, sir. And just like that, we're back. It is uh, Super Bowl post Monday. Super Bowl Sunday was crazy. I was in the building. Uh, this is Brandon Marshall, your host. I'm sitting here on Super Bowl post Monday, joined by Andrew Wu, who and also BC in the booth and so many others behind the scene. But fellas, it is Super Bowl post Monday. Look, we talked about this. I said the game was going to be, what, 24-21. You did. How close was I? How close was I? Very close. I mean. Same spread. Damn near predicted five it. point. <laughs> it was so close. I'm sitting there in the, in the suite. I'm sitting with Roger Cadell last night in the suite. And I'm telling everybody, I mean, it's the head of Nike is there. Uh, your boy, Elon Musk, walks in. Um Head of this company, that company. I'm like everybody, everybody. Hold on, just the way you said that was crazy. Elon Musk just walked in. Yeah, all those guys, all those guys, all those guys. <laughs> like I everybody saw uh, Taylor like 50 times, but I saw uh, Ice Spice with it. There was a lot of people out there. Any any they people showed, we didn't see? They showed Ice Spice. I mean, yeah, they showed Taylor times. 50 times on the uh, on the broadcast. See, I wouldn't know guys because I was at the game, so I I wouldn't yeah. know if they yeah. showed. <laughs> Ice Spice. <laughs> so, so they did. <laughs> she was hanging well, she out was with in Taylor. The same suite she was hanging Taylor, out with Taylor right? the whole game. They showed up together. She was there. So every time they shot to Taylor, you seen Ice Spice on the joint. So she got a good look out of it. Okay, okay, that was good. So, uh, how was y'all Super Bowl Sunday? Before we get into mine, because I was at the game. Did I tell you I was at the game? Nah, man, forget what we did, man. Tell us more about the experience. Hey, what happened to them two okay. tickets, bro? Tell us more about the experience. What happened there? What What'd you see? What What Yo, went What went on? What was the wildest thing you saw? Did you see any good outfits? Did you see, you know, what What? How was it? What was right, the We're living so, through so, you. So you're, you're, all right, we'll do that. So. Really quickly, let me just give my 10-second view, 30,000-foot um, view of the game, and then I'll tell you about the whole week. Because I can't just say, you know, talk about my experience and just talk about the game. Right. You're talking about all week. I got out there Monday night, and everybody out there who's, you know, participating in the Super Bowl week before knows, like, it's a festival. You know, there's so many parties. There's so much going on. It's actually overwhelming, Right. Um, you really have to understand the lay of the land to really enjoy and not be overwhelmed. So listen, like I said, I'm in the suite and, and extremely blessed sitting with the commissioner, Roger Cadell. Uh, the last couple of years, you know, he's given me uh, a few tickets to to sit in the suite, which is amazing because you, you are right. Everyone's there. These suites, you know, are going for $1.5 million, $2.5 million. And it's the head of this company. It's the head of that company. You know, LeBron was there. James Harden was there. It's in the middle of basketball season. This is the biggest event in, in our culture when it comes to sports or music. Like, it doesn't get any bigger than this. Now, we're not comparing it to international soccer. We understand that market, and that's bringing the whole world together. But, man, it, it's just amazing sitting there. You see Jay-Z walk in. You see Taylor Swift walk in. So, so yesterday was great. And uh, – I, it, I, we got the game that I thought we would get. We got the game that I thought we would get. We would get a, a, a low-scoring game, a defensive game, right? And it wasn't – people were saying, and just like I just did, like defensive game, defensive game, defense wins championships. But it's not even that. It really is just strategy. You got to understand, these coaches, these players are dialed in. Third down in a fourth quarter. On the 40-yard line, chances 
the chances of them go, playing cover one is 85%. So the offensive coordinator knows that. The players know that. So they call their man beaters, right, and vice versa. So you just see strategy. Everybody's doubt and know exactly what's happening before it's going to happen. It comes down to who's going to make their play. And you saw players drop the ball, make mistakes, fumble the ball, you know, jump off sides, and that's the difference. That's the difference in these type of games. So so I, I, I'll i sit that there, and then we'll go to, you know, the beginning of the week, and then I'll let you guys take me on this journey wherever you want to go through football because there's so much to talk about. So excited. One of the, I want to say one of the best Super Bowls ever, but it was what we wanted, right? Yeah. Like, did you guys yeah. enjoy it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was real competitive. Um, from the jump, it was just like, oh, you thought uh, uh, you thought the 49ers was about to score. Fumble. And take off. You know what I mean? It's like, fumble. Right. You think the Chiefs get down, you think they about to go in, punch it in. Fumble. I'm like, oh, you know, it was just, <laughs> it was just going back and forth. It was real exciting, though, as far as, like, um, just the excitement of the game, going to overtime. Like, no, it was a good yeah. game. I'm glad it wasn't, like, a blowout and you know, a real snoozer. It was it, no, nah, it was good. It it was a real good game. Uh, Patrick Mahomes did his thing. You see, the first time I sat with the, the sorry, the first time I, mm -hmm. I sat with the commissioner in the suite, he was nervous, um, and, and just like giddy, bouncing around a little bit. I was like, "How you feeling?" And this was a couple of years ago, and he was just like, "Man, I just wanted to be a good game. I just wanted to be a good game. That's it. No blows. Just wanted to be a good game, right?" So like. It could have ended that better for the NFL. Like, oh, the, like from the commissioner down, this is truly entertainment. You know, we hear we say that all the time. We hear you hear players say that, man, I'm in the entertainment business, ain't football. Mm -hmm. And so, from the commissioner down, you know, everyone knows that this is the entertainment entertainment business, and they want to put on a great show. And they did that. They did that. Absolutely. I mean, there's certain things that stood out for me. I, I can't lie. I was kind of in between locations driving for the first half. So, like, yeah. I would catch certain times. I would catch, you know, someone scoring. I would catch this. But, like, by the time the third quarter came to about the three minutes, I was able to focus in on the game. Um, mm. To me, I, I agree with you. I think it was a lot of defense in that last part of the game that ultimately led to them tying, going into overtime and whatnot. But I, I kind of feel bad for Brock Purdy, man. Time out. Hold on, time out. Let's back it up a little bit. Yeah. The biggest, okay. yeah, like, you know when I get in this voice, this is this is my TV voice right here on the radio. The biggest game in our the biggest, our the biggest. <laughs> BC, you know where I'm about to go. You about to, you know where I'm about to go. Yeah, bring yeah. that ass here, boy. Pause. 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 Bring that ass here, boy. The, hold on, the biggest game. In our country, it happens once a year. We're yeah. talking about 140 million Americans and people worldwide tuning into this game. We're talking about 80,000 <laughs> live. We're talking about the who's who's from the Taylor Swift to the Ice Spice to the Jay-Z's of the world and the Elon Musk of the world. All focused on this game. And Andrew Who Woo decides to <laughs> <laughs> drive in the first half. What were you doing? Why were you already at your destination? Can you explain that, please? Uh, I, I was, and also, I was doing a lot did of... you see the national anthem? No, I didn't catch any of that. Oh, I was actually goodness. doing some filming oh, work. Man. So, yeah. 
I didn't really get a chance to catch that first half, but like I said, every show. once in a while I would look at the game and I would see where it was 3-3, three, three, then it was 10-3, and I just kind of watched it at that pace until about the end of the third quarter. So you didn't watch it. You didn't watch it at that pace. You, you take <laughs> yeah. the score. That's a difference. Because it wasn't 3-3. Three, three. It, 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 it was 10-0. It was it was definitely wasn't 3-3. Three, three. It wasn't 3-3? Three, three? <laughs> nah, they got up 10-zip on them boys. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, no, but, no! It wasn't ten zip BC. Yeah, because it, it was. It was no. I thought it was. It was three three, and then they, it was ten three. No, it was ten zip because I know they were talking about Mahomes um, going in, possibly going into the half being shut out. They were talking about the Chiefs possibly. Oh, you might be right. You, going into the half got, being shut out, and then they hit a field goal uh, going into the half. That's right. Well, y'all know. So how listen, go when you look. I, I got a confession. I I, I missed the uh, the national anthem. I was actually walking in the stadium. Uh, during the national anthem, so I was a little bit late, uh, but I saw the opening kickoff. And 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 look, that's why I got on you, and I wanted to spend this time because that's what makes the Super Bowl great. We're like we still got to dive into the game and and give our thoughts there. But bro, it's everything. It's everything around the game. The national anthem, halftime show, Usher. Got to talk about that. Yeah. The commercials. I didn't see any of the commercials. I want to hear from you. Well, BC. Your ass, Andrew, was shooting and driving. So, I, I mean, God damn, bro. Like, you couldn't I watched schedule a lot of the your post shoot game. on another day? Like, what the hell? Like, it just worked out me? that way. I couldn't do anything. But, anyways, it. but so, 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 so much going on, man. And, you know, uh, for me, the whole week was great, right? Y'all asked me that question earlier, and, and I told you guys my focus. And we're talking about the biggest brands and executives I had an opportunity to, to sit down with. And just, you know, show them where I'm at, where I'm going, you know, how they can integrate into our platform or just invest in, in me, invest in us. And so that's the that's part of the game. And, and it was funny is, you know, there's so many people there for different reasons. Right. Uh, some of the guys that I was running with, it was just heads down, focus on business. So, yes, you get an opportunity to go to the Fanatics part. You get an opportunity to go to Maxim part. You get an opportunity to see Future 50, 21, Savage, you know, all perform live. But we I had guys that had you know, meetings from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. And it wasn't, it was just business back to back to back. Like this is where the deals are getting done, mm -hmm. you know, from a business perspective. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you, there's never going to be a place where all the brands and all the teams are going to be in one area. And so that people take advantage of it, um, you know, but I, I certainly had a good time. I, I, you know, it was like a crescendo for me. That was a word of last week or two weeks ago. We learned crescendo. Crescendo is a build up. So I built up throughout the week. Monday night, we land late, go to sleep. You know, the guys, let's hit the tables. No, 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 no. We're here for a long time, right? We just landed, cross-country trip, <laughs> Miami to Vegas. You guys go ahead. I'll be in a bit. So, boom. You know, I do that. Tuesday morning, we wake up. What is it, uh, 6 a.m., 6 a.m., 6.30 a.m., production call for paper route this show. So yeah. I'm there, Chris. Brian, our producer, thinking that I was going to be a no-show, but I was there. I was there on time. I beat his ass to the Zoom call. I beat fucking Omari's ass to the Zoom call. Omari's ass being there, absolutely, Brian, for every time he calls in the morning, he's like, hey, guys, what's going on? Brian comes with all this energy. And I'm like, hey, I give my one or two points, and then I'm just listening. Or hey, guys. Uh, That's how Omari be talking. Yeah, hey, so everybody out there, Omari's one of our producers on the show. Wake your ass up. Yo, he be having that voice up. at 3 p.m., okay? 
<laughs> oh, does he? <laughs> I've heard him. That's before. his voice all day. Yeah. Oh, he he do. Like, oh yeah, you're right. Maybe this I'm is telling you, you have that voice all day. <laughs> like, wake your ass up. So, anyways, you know, had an amazing show, and then from there, man, it was just so many cool meetings, meeting with the NFL and their teams. And like I said, so many other brands. As far as like outside of business, I, I got an opportunity to hang out a little bit. I went to Dre's nightclub, okay? Went to Dre's nightclub one night. There's a few things I did, maximum party and some dope dinners, et cetera, et cetera. But the highlight for me, just from this party boy, Viva Las Vegas, was going to Dre's, okay? So we go to Dre's and um, Chris Brown is the act. Right now, when you go to Dre's, Dre's nightclub is like the after after party, right? Mm-hmm. Dre's don't get cracking for the Until most late. part, regular, yeah. right? Huh? Until late. Yeah, three, yeah, yeah late, 3 a.m. type, right? What? And everybody's in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, yes, in Vegas, you go to Dre's. The party after, after the party. Yeah, and this is the party. Right, bro. Where's but, the sleep section? Sleep. Yeah. Don't sleep in Vegas. Oh my goodness. This guy. This guy. (laughs) Well, I'm telling you, I'll be coddled up in a corner like. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Hold on. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this before we move on. Andrew, your cap. Andrew is exactly who he is presenting himself to be, but there's maybe 10 days out of the week, 15 days out of the week where he actually has a good time. When we travel for a show, Oh yeah, Andrew you, you know, know Andrew's know. Andrew know how to kick because I think I was like yeah I can see Andrew in Vegas going to sleep at two three like one in the morning hell no Andrew you'll be the first one in the lobby hey guys where y'all at <laughs> right yeah yeah we so guys at, come on let's go. I ain't gonna learn look, yo I turn up when I go out of town don't I <laughs> what <laughs> bro listen to me this is how you get to know your team so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like for so many months, like I'm like this fucking guy is weird. Like who is this Andrew guy? Like he's I mean he's on time. He's a yo, pro. Yo, see this dude good, said but... this shit for so long, bro. He'd be like, "Yo, what's up with this guy? Is this guy lame? Like what's going on? Why he never talk?" I'm just Boy, like, "Yo, hey, bro, I'm just here to do my job." DC, we go to LA. I don't even know who we shoot, but we go to LA. Man, you know we we all stand in the Airbnb. You know, going to a team dinner. I see a totally different, and I'm like, holy shit, this dude talk, and he cool? I'm like, who is this? It was outside. He was outside with it, which was crazy. So, but but anyways, look, Dre, Dre's was the highlight, and I'm saying all that, guys, because, look, Chris Brown. Now, Dre's, usually it's like Rick Ross, 21 Savage, like those type of acts, right? Like straight, straight hip-hop. Now, Call it what you want. You know, Chris Brown, hip-hop, R&B, whatever it is, but he be dancing. He's a man that be dancing. Mm. And so I'm sitting here like, man, all right, I guess when Chris Brown come on, I might just leave, right? Yeah, now, okay. man got hits, super successful. Why you make that face? Andrew, you, you like Chris Brown like that? No, nah, yeah, but I, you know, I, I think like Chris he's Brown. had a career that we could say we respect that, that, to stay. CBC hit it, though. He said he's a performer. For me, it's like, yo, I can listen to his music. Dope. Ain't no problem. But now mm-hmm. you want me to, I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm not signing up to go to a Chris Brown concert. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Right? Like seeing a grown man dance. But 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 check it, though. So we down there, and it's the who's who. Everybody got tables. I'm sitting there, I'm standing up there. And, like, all eyes on it. You know, I'm tall, so I'm standing on the table. So all the little the athletes, you can see, you know what I'm saying, who's who's weird. And, and, and so Chris Brown comes on. He starts moving and dancing. Starts performing like BC said. 
Hey, I just thought about y'all. I was like, oh, this shit, this is a pause moment because I didn't know what to do. Because it was so dope. You ain't know it what was to do. So, it, it was, was like, so damn, what dope. am I doing this, watching this move this, freeze you? This man dance. B, B, see, I'm sitting there trying to, I'm shaking my head. I'm like, he tw- he's, he's, tw- he's tweaking his hips. I'm shaking my hips with him. You know how you see somebody doing moves that good And I'm like, oh, shit. You caught but yourself like, like you, was, you, got you got caught, caught in, in the, the moment. Trend. You're like, oh, shit, this is like, actually a vibe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He, he oh put his tongue, pause, pause. He put his tongue out for my dog. Like, hey, <laughs> yo, you shouldn't have been feeling yourself. This you, you got your inner Chris Brown going. You was like, oh shit. Now nah, hey, that you, you saw the reaction of the crowd. Run it, run it. Let me see. <laughs> you saw the you saw all the girls moving. You saw all the girls moving. That's that. No, that got you. No, no, got you shaking. No, no, mesmerized. I'm watching him. I was watching him. I wasn't watching no chicks. He was that good. Like you said, he's a performer. He's one of the dopest shows I've ever seen. Yeah. Like this dude is next nah, level. Yeah, that, so it's like Brown I was like down. locked in on him. And that was the thing. I'm like, damn, my boys of Andrew and BC was sitting here with me. Now they like, Brandon, wake up. But this is my first time. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was like, damn, I'm in awe. Like, yeah. I've been missing out. Like Chris yeah. Brown is that dope. Yeah. But I'm trying, like, I'm almost confined because I don't know, like, how as a as a real one, like as a dude, like, how do do I bob my head? Can I do a little <laughs> dance move or two? You know what I'm saying? Am I bobbing my head too hard? Am I bobbing it too slow? Am I tri- like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what's crazy is I've been in situations like that where I'm like, I have to think about it. That's what's so messed up. It's like, yo, no, 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 I'm vibing this way too hard. I'm vibing this way. Nah, <laughs> not right, me. Bro. I'm I'm BC, what moving. would you do? You the music head. What would you do? I'm gonna be moving around. Like I'm, I'm gonna enjoy the songs, and you're gonna see my head bobbing. I'm gonna, hey. I might do a shoulder shimmy or something. You know what no, I mean? I can't be there. Hey, yo. I might throw one of these. <laughs> you think you can run it, run no. it? I'll be in there. <laughs> that that's the question. Okay, I can see. So I can sign off on somebody dancing a little bit. But would you sing a song? I saw a football player singing all the Chris Brown songs. I was like, nah, it's like that ain't nah, that ain't Tupac. That ain't nah, Jay Z. That ain't no um, that's 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 it's how you it's how you do it. It's how you do it. Cause that's look, almost I, equivalent for me to being in the first three rows, bro. And you already know what dancing dudes do. Nah, I ain't in the first three rows. It's just too much grinding and crotch thrusting for like nah, bro. Hey yo, you know I'll be heavy on the pause <laughs> and all that, but you know, a good show is a good show. Chris Brown. He do his thing when he get out there, and I, yeah, I'm. I got some songs from some Chris Brown songs that I that I will sing. I'll be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen her? I'll be in there like this. No, you wouldn't. No, yes, I would said, too. I, I, he said, I'd be like, ah, yeah. I, I don't know, bro. I, I don't know if my CBC doing that. Yeah, I'll be in there. If I'm in the vibe, I had a couple of drinks. Yeah, nah. Regular right, regular question, club y'all. BC is like on some. Who's the better dancer? Not performing. That's well, Chris I guess Brown. it's performance, but Chris singer, Brown. none of that. He about to Chris, say you, what? You call Michael him? Jackson? You about to say Michael Jackson? No, he about to say Chris Usher Brown? or Chris Brown. I was gonna say Usher. Oh, I know he's Chris Brown. Like that. Chris Brown. Okay, Chris Brown, bro. Okay, like after seeing, I'm telling you, seeing that boy dance like that, dog. I was like, nah. oh my goodness, the way he I mean, moves, you gotta give pause, it to him, bro. He's been the way he got it like fifteen. Nah, he's younger. Younger. I thought he started at 15. I mean, he I came mean, out. He probably he came out at 15, but he been, yeah. you know. But but let's not disrespect, though. Like, MJ, he was that dude. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. It's tight. MJ, yeah. 
His feet work was it's crazy. because the dance moves and stuff have cha- has changed now, so yeah. it's a lot more movement to it and shit. So I, I would give it to Chris Brown a little bit, but yeah, MJ was just doing. He was different. He was, he was like, he's like MJ. Churches, he's okay? the first. Yeah. He's the first. Yeah. He's the yeah. first. But but hold on, guys, because I wasn't at the game. I don't know if you guys knew that I was actually in Vegas. I'm actually in New York right now. Jumped on the what? Yeah, we but see, he saw you on the little PJ or something. Bro, I just I, I can't I can't this. make this stuff up. I know we're supposed to get into talking about football, but you no, know, sitting there <laughs> and then my buddies we're in a booth and we're like, damn, he's like, My my plane's supposed to take off at nine thirty, you know, going back to New York, you know, it's a hundred and something uh private planes at the FBO. You know, if we miss our spot, we're not going to get out. And so we had to make an executive decision. Like, bro, like, so now I sound like Andrew's like, let's just let's just leave. <laughs> you know, so we actually left with like yes, sir. a minute or so left in in overtime. No, but before we even got there, like, I'm, I was supposed to be flying to Miami to then go to Spain. Right. And he was mm-hmm. like, "Hey, you want to jump on a plane?" And I was like, "Hell yeah, let's go!" <laughs> so we took <laughs> off, bro, and had a we made a legendary time. Where we usually that flight back is like five hours. We got back in three hours and fifty one minutes. We were on a golf stream. It was amazing. It was wait, cool. We wait, had a wait, great wait. time. Hold great on. group of guys. Hold on, hold on. You just talked about how this was the biggest game of life. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> Get him. Left with a minute left in overtime. Don't even is know that the what score. You, you didn't even <laughs> see the ending. You didn't see the legendary ending. Hold on. Get Bring him. that I back. I was, I was on my phone. Like, so we got the car. Uh, to start checking in on the score like Andrew. Uh, <laughs> so I can't miss the first two and a half quarters. Uh, Man, you missed two and a half quarters. I already knew how to, I already knew how it was going to be. I already knew how it was going to be, guys. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Patrick Mahomes in overtime. All right, everybody yeah. go home. Y'all should have never let him get in this position. Now well, we San Francisco. Oh now we talking. Now now we get into it. San Francisco, you had your opportunity. You got the some people right now. It's crazy. We talked about this last week. We were all talking about it. This boy, we said this boy go out there. He wins number three within six. There's some that's gonna come out and say that he is the greatest football player ever. And we're already hearing it. All you got to do is turn on ESPN, you turn on FS1, and you're gonna hear it, right? Mm-hmm. And but we know that. We know there's some of us that think that he is and some of us think that he, he he will be if he continues on his trajectory. So what are you doing, San Francisco? Christian McCaffrey had two fumbles the first six, seven years of his career. Two fumbles total this year, three. And then one of them happened to be in the Super Bowl. Can't happen. Can't happen. The block. It can't happen. The block. You can't jump off sides. You yeah. can't you can't hold. You can't you can't drop a ball. You can't do you have to be perfect when a guy like this is on the other side. I think I told y'all this story uh last week. Playing against Tom Brady, certainly not on a stage like this, playing against Tom Brady, Brady and Foxborough. You got Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, two goats on the on the on the side. When you get your opportunities to put them away, you put them away. So yeah. so we're 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 up by eight points. And then I get an opportunity to put them away by catching a back shoulder on the right side. Ryan Fitzpatrick drops back, he throws it to me. I dropped the damn ball on the way walking back to the huddle. Just in my head, I was just like, oh, that, I just lost the game for my team. It's the end of the third quarter, bro. I said, we just lost the game because that was an opportunity to go up two scores mm. and change the dynamic of it. Mm. And, and Tom Brady, Bill Belichick found a way to beat us, right? And, and so I say that because when you have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid on the other side, like, I don't know what you want to call it, script. You want to call it just, you know, probably like why them? Why they? Why are they the ones that always win the close games and the close battles? 
That's why you got to put them away. And we talked about it. I don't think it was just like, oh, defense played great. They did. But I just think it was more so just strategy. It was strategy on offense, defense. That's the type of game you want, high level. Every we 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 watch all all your regular season games, all your preseason games, all the playoff games. We know exactly who you are. We know how you got here. We know what you want to do on third down, right? And and I think both coaching staffs done a, did a phenomenal job. I don't think there was any issues with the uh, officiating. Like they it didn't don't seem like. That played a huge part. Did, did y'all see anything? Y'all hear anything, right? Like, I didn't hear anything, but to me, watching the game, I was saying this to my to my boy a couple of times. I'm like, yo, the spot. Uh, uh, there was a few times where they got down to the uh, – it could it should have been a first down where I felt like the Chiefs actually made the first down and the refs kept spotting the ball. You're talking about in the fourth, right? It was several times in the it game. Was several, oh, several. Well, I, saw the one, I saw one with Pacheco. His whole body crossed the line. And they dragged them back that a little one, bit, and they gave it that one, inches or yeah, something. Yeah, that one too. So to me, just watching, that was one thing that I kind of like kept commenting on. I'm like, yo, they keep spotting the ball short, and they made the first down. That happened like right. maybe three or four times in the game. I was like, shit, mm-hmm. that could be the script. That could be, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. that could be the difference. But it was going against the Chiefs, though. So that's why I'm right. like, what's the like, what's going on? So that right, right, yeah, that was one thing that I kind of like was keeping my eye on was just like they kept spotting the ball short, and they made yeah, it. man, I noticed that too. I noticed that too. Pa- pa- Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, just amazing. Uh, I mean, and and they, they look, yeah, San Fran. There was the there was there's one moment in the first half, second quarter where you know we we thought San Francisco was about to separate themselves. You yeah. are right, BC. They were it was 10-0. It's like holy shit, they're down 10 yeah, 0. And working. Patrick Mahomes get an opportunity to go score. They fumble, they they, they don't get it done. He, those combine plays that we see these quarterbacks make where they they're under center, they play action, they uh get outside the pocket, and then they throw it across their body 67 yards down the field. Like you're like, oh shit, that never happens, right? Patrick Mahomes had that play, right? He he had Hartman, Nicole, Nicole Hartman. He hit him in stride. Oh, my goodness. Beautiful catch. A crazy throw, right? This is stuff that you see at Combine and, and Pro Days from some of these quarterbacks showing off their arm. And so he did that in the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> and then they don't get it done. They don't get it done. They don't score. And so now we're sitting in the first half, and literally we're like, oh, this could potentially be a blowout, yeah, right? Because San Fran got it. There was Mike. He, I think he had to throw a pick or something. And it was like, oh, go, they're about to go score. They didn't score. Yeah. And then so Patrick Mahomes, right before the end of the half, they 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 kicked the field goal. And obviously the 49ers uh received opening kickoff. So now that just changed the whole momentum. But you 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 can't you can't you can't not put those guys away when you have an opportunity. So it was a great game. And yes, I I I left the stadium with one minute left. Cause I knew, I knew, I said. You gave him a chance. I, I, I gave him yeah, a chance. It, it, come on. What are we doing? What are we doing? You don't think they're not going to go down there and score? Please. Nah, beat it. Was more, they were moving the ball. But for Shit me. It looked way too easy on that last For me, too. the play, not the play of the game, but like San Francisco wins this game if they make that extra kick, that extra point. They block, They got an extra point blocked. That's right. Which messes it up with messed up everything. They would have had that one pointer. Maybe some, it, it goes a little different because now that changes the game plan. You know, that one point just made that whole 
difference right there. They were able to come and tie it with a field goal instead of being forced to score a touchdown. So I was sitting, I was sitting in a box. Uh, one of the guys in the box is Mark Shapiro, and Mark uh, used to run ESPN, and now he's at WME Endeavor. You know, they acquired WWE, uh, UFC, and so many others, right? Mm-hmm. And so we're sitting there watching the game, and when they missed that kick, that extra point, he looks at me, he's like, man, you think that's going to, you think that's going to uh, uh, come back and haunt him later? I said, are you kidding me? Did you really just ask me that? I said, absolutely. <laughs> I said, absolutely. I said, that's it. Yeah. You can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, Patrick Everything Mahomes matters in can afford game, to make a mistake. Andy Reid can afford to make a mistake. But anybody on the other side, y'all can't. There's just something about those guys, man. There's something about, when I say those guys, I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes. I'm talking about, you know, uh, GOAT, GOAT, GOAT mindset, GOAT status. You 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 just can't. I don't care, care if you're playing ping pong. I don't care if you're playing chess. Whatever it is, you get your opportunity, you put them away. Um, so many other I know we can jump into it. Um, Andrew, we're 30 minutes into the show and we still haven't really started the show because we're just talking shop, which is beautiful. Um, you know, such a great game. It was such a great, just, you know, week. And now we have to wait months to, 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 to get back into football mode again, which it sucks. When I'm, it's, for us, it's a good thing because now it's like, all right, we don't have to run so heavy on football all the time. But, man, football's king. Um, do we have in our show today, are we talking about the commercials? Because I don't want to get uh, off yeah. script here. We well, are. We do have a small section talking about the commercials. Okay, so I'll let you take us through now. Okay. Um, so we got really everybody's reaction. But I do have some questions to follow up with. Um, so you guys remember Greenlaw had an injury during the game. How much do you guys think that that hurt the Niners' chances of winning this game? It definitely hurt, right? But, I mean, it's the name of the game. Um, it, it was a significant loss, and it was early. And so that's that's a, that's a big deal. But, man, Bosa and Warner and that defense, Bosa those was guys. Doing, Bosa was they, going, they, doing his thing. Oh, my goodness. Both of them doing this thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, yes, it hurts them, Andrew. Mm-hmm. But look, you got you to gotta overcome. You got to overcome. This is football. So there's, there's really no excuse there. And they almost lost Debo. I was like, oh. Yeah, I saw that. And, and, and McCaffrey. And McCaffrey. And Kittle. Like, you mean like some freakish, freakish hits, right? Well, no. Um, well, Debo went down with the hamstring. I didn't know if he was going to come back because he just, like, fell to the floor. He just pulled something in the middle of a play. McCaffrey took a nasty hit. He took a nasty hit where he fell. They thought that he just bounced right back up, but his legs was, yeah, like, right. spread apart. Like, the way he fell, I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah, it was good. And Kittles, I saw Kittle go to the back. Yeah, Kittles, yeah, ran, Kittles went to the back, but he came back. Yeah, that's way too much for one team. You and that was actually in overtime. Like, so that was like, significant. What, what he's dealing with, it's probably, a, it looked like a shoulder. And, you know, for you to be in overtime and leave the sideline, that means it was a big deal, you know? Did any of you um, catch that video of him from last Super Bowl 2019 when he said, I'll be back here, I'll be back here? Like, it, they were playing he, it a lot did, this week, Kittle. And I guess, yeah, like, so, you know, that was his determination. So it's unfortunate that he didn't get to complete it, you know? 
I mean, so, he came so, back. So, he came back, but I don't know if he came back in the game. He was back on the sideline. No, but but what Andrew's talking about is a moment when they were there a couple of years ago and they lost. The confetti's about to come down. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll okay. be back here. I promise you that. Mm-hmm. So, Andrew, the question is, did he say it again? Because they asked. <laughs> <laughs> they, got, they got back. But it was the same outcome. Again. <laughs> it was the same outcome. The yeah. question is, are the is 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 Kyle Shanahan? I hate to say it this way. I know where you're going. Is Kyle Shanahan? Is he the guy? In the San Francisco 49ers? No, I can't say it that way because I was going to say, are they? Are, it, do they? Are they? Are they going to have that feeling around their team like the Cowboys have around their team? Two different like Cowboys. Do you make it? You make it. You get bounced right away. Like they're making it to the NFC Championship. They're making it to the Super Bowl. But it's like, when are you guys going to win it? Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's going to be interesting to see uh, the commentary around this team over the next six months going into uh, into to, to the next season. They're already the favorites to win. You back. have you think they make it back? Yeah, I think they make it back. I think they make it back. Yeah. I well, mean, the NFC, what? who's really who's really challenging them like that? I mean, Detroit may be better. Dallas Cowboys. Please stop telling me about the Dallas Cowboys, bro. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Stop telling me about the Cowboys, man. <laughs> they not doing jack. Honestly, Detroit, Dallas, Philly, and that's probably it. Yeah, unless like, we that's gotta, all the competitors. Unless there's a the sleeper right next now. year that comes out, San Francisco might be right back in the same position. Hey, y'all never know Caleb Williams. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> So, guys, let's get into it a little bit here. So, Mahomes now has three Super Bowl rings in the last five seasons. <clears throat> Sorry. Mahomes said that after this Super Bowl win, that it would be tough catching Brady since he beat Mahomes in the Super Bowl. But Micah Parsons tweeted that Mahomes is already the GOAT, adding, we've never seen someone on this pace and level ever. How close is Pat from taking the GOAT title from Brady after his third title? He's 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 a, he's a... Uh... Is he's he still a, long a billion? Way away, he's a long way away. Okay. And let's be clear here. Let's stop being disrespectful. Yes, Please. you can celebrate Patrick Mahomes. Yes, we can say, man, it looks like it, he can become. It, it, come on now. Tom Brady. Like, let's, like, come on now. Like, Tom Brady did it for 23 years. Was it 23 years? Seven Super Bowls, the way he did it, how he did it, complete dominance from when he stepped into that huddle, relieving Drew Brees, I mean, uh, Drew Bledsoe, Mm -hmm. to when he hung him up in Tampa. The man won the Super Bowl at 40-something years of age on a new team in year one. Come on, like we can't, like we are so, like what is going on? With prisoners our world? of the moment. What is going on as human beings? Like, is it, is it that? Is it the social media? The yeah, like, yeah, all this that. content, is right? It's just like warping moment. our brain, yeah, and, and 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 ruining us. Yes, and it's just the way that we're built that everybody's like, oh, who's next? Who's who's the guy? That, you know, who's the next? The next one? You know what I mean? We're so quick mm-hmm. to like dismiss our. <clears throat> OGs kind of you know what I mean we're kind of so quick to just dismiss greatness the ones before us that well the new guys are are, are on that you know what I mean no Mahomes is definitely going down as one of the greats and I think he can pass Brady that's right but we can't do that right. it's too early yeah he's still active for one 
and Brady just left. <laughs> and it, it's it's it for, for listen. You know what? It ain't even about like it's only been six years and it's too early. And and somebody can argue, well, Brady didn't have this hot of a start, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it, it, it's about Brady did so much for so long and did something that was never done before. That did, you 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 have to give it time. Because there's a player that can come in and play five, six years and definitely get there. Patrick Mahomes is that good. But you have Tom Brady, who dominated the NFL for 20-something years, and he won seven Super Bowls. And he he, 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 post, he, he put fear in everybody's mm-hmm. heart and mind the same way Patrick Mahomes did. So what are what are what are like what are we doing here? And the last thing, Wu, before you ask your question, Michael Parsons, like Michael Parsons, Michael Parsons, like you didn't see Tom Brady and and really in his peak. He he's he's still wet behind the ears getting to the NFL. Right. So I appreciate Michael Parsons' take, but bro, you ain't see Tom Brady in his prime. Correct. Let's not get it twisted. So yeah, I can understand it's like this generation is like, well, I'm on Patrick Holmes. I grew up watching Patrick Mahomes. This and, okay, cool, great. But, bruh, go turn on the film. Bruh, go sit down with the Ray Lewis's of the world, the Ed Reed's of the world, the Troy Palomalu's of the world. Go sit down with the Julius Peppers of the world and ask them, big bro, big bro, how was Tom Brady? What's your thoughts on this discussion? Like, come on. like, And I think we're all witnessing it. We're all sitting back seeing it like, yo, he can, and that that's that's how special he is. He can be. He might be, but it, but I'd be damned if I'm gonna go out there right now after just three Super Bowls and say, yeah, Tom, uh, Tom, go to number two. You ain't the goat no more. Yeah, absolutely Please. not. Too soon. Too soon. Let me. Is the word caveat? Yeah. Okay. I want to throw a caveat. So, fact check, fact check. Can we get our fact checker to fact check the pronunciation of that? <laughs> It's the caveat. pronunciation, that's the only thing I needed. I knew what the term meant. It's caveat. The, the, yeah, yeah. the actual pronunciation. But this is the only thing I would throw at you guys and let me know because it's never been done. So if the Chiefs now have a chance to basically do a three-peat, it's never been done in the NFL. If he does that, does that give him a little bit more of a jump or are we just strictly going by numbers? Yeah, all of that matters. All that goes in there. And BC and I talked about this last week. We're like, look, we think that five, you get to five, now that conversation is like, it it changes. legit. Four, four, it's like, I can understand where people at four can say, yeah, he's the best. I can see at four where where some Mm -hmm. people can say it. And now you're talking about a three-peat, which they – you know, BC. I, 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 I don't see why not they why they yeah, wouldn't be yeah. in the Super Bowl next year. Right. And the yeah. same thing in San Francisco. Like these are really good teams still built, you know, for success, right? And I think the Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs will be better next year, right? They can go out there and, and go fill some of those gaps. So that's the scary part. Look, yeah, three peat. Now maybe that cancels out. Uh, what Patrick said after the game where he's like, well, I'm, it's always going to be tough for me because I lost to Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. So does this kind of, you know, level it out a little bit? Well, Tom Brady never won three in a row. I did. That's what and I'm I was saying. young when I played against him. So now 
you know, it's a different story. Yeah. yeah. You know, he actually mentioned that on the NFL Network last night that basically he'll never be able to get that on him because everyone's asking him about the GOAT status and getting seven titles. He was like, that's the only thing that I think bothers him about that competition with Tom is that he can't ever get that back from him. Yeah. Tom got the one up on him. That's one thing he's always going to say. Well, I beat him. You know Correct. what I mean? And it was like the, the, the old head, you know what I mean, whooping the the, the young bull. You know what I mean? Like I got that on you. Yeah, you can be great I, I, and all that, but head to head, I got you. You know, he's always gonna have that. And I was like twenty years older than you. That's <laughs> that's all. That's all. That is all. Barbershop talk, and that's why barbershop talk is the best. And you know, hearing from like like UBC and the, and the homies, like some of the best. Uh, conversation that you can have in sports is just with your homies, and it might not be from the Shannon Sharps and the Stephen A. Smiths. Right. So I get it, but you know, it just gets so complex when you have in these conversations because y'all talking about, you know, uh, you know, Tom Brady winning against Patrick Mahomes. So how does that, you know, now add to the conversation of who's the goat? It's not. It doesn't matter. It do, to me, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because. Now are we going to say that uh, Eli Manning is better than Tom Brady? Because Eli played him twice, and what Eli won twice. Yeah, he better than him so, in Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah, So now this whole Patrick Mahomes thing, like Pat knows, Patrick knows that it, it doesn't it matter, and he's not the one that's supposed to go out there and give his real thoughts. He's going to let us determine that and us yeah. say that, right? He can't do that. So he's playing it the right way by paying homage and saying, no, he beat me. He is the GOAT. It'd be hard for me to do that. And now you let the field, you let everybody else, you know, go out he gotta there and get make eight. your case. He got to get eight. Then, no, he don't have to get eight. Because then Brady got the tiebreaker. <laughs> you say he got to get eight. Brady he got to get eight. <laughs> hey, no, hey, hey. As, as a former receiver, let me ask you this. You never played with any of them, Mahomes or Brady, right? If you had to be in the current day NFL, who would you rather receive passes from, Mahomes or Brady? It, it, it man, man you don't make me pick one. <laughs> he sounded like he was, was about to say, say a I was guaranteed say, answer. I was going to say it doesn't matter. I had seventeen quarterbacks, and and, and I I got <laughs> none busy like with this all, though. I got busy with now, all one of like them. Yeah, Mahomes so and Brady. That, that's my listen. That's my claim to fame right there. I need y'all. To, to 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 stand on the table and get me in the Hall of Fame and say, well, you know, Brandon played with all these quarterbacks and he was successful in over a thousand with all of these guys. Word. So I, I'm gonna get busy regardless. But if I had to pick one, my game, my game, my game. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, oh no, man! I kind of see. You. I, I think, think I kind of see. With Tom. With Brady. I'm going with Tom. Yeah, I'm going with Tom. Oh, Tom's I was more go my Mahomes. vibe. Like overall, yeah. I love Tom. I think I I'm see going with Tom Brady. Brady. Go ahead, B. No, I was going to say. I think with... I see you with Brady. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why what? you see me? I with see him with Mahomes. Just a big target. Just a big target. This is the beast. Tom Brady gonna pass you five yard passes. Yeah, but Brady gonna be gonna get down the field. He's a big target. He gonna yo, wow. you know what I mean? He gonna get that ball to him. Boop. Andy Reid and, and Mahomes, thirty yard catches. Nah, be coming out of those routes, crispy. Ta! Brady right there, yeah. boom. Five, you know yards. what I mean? Five yards. Five yards. <laughs> Listen, I'll get busy with both of them, but uh, I, I I like Tom Brady. Um. 
Tom Brady, like that's more of like my type of speed. Um, like what what you guys were saying, on time, five yards here, getting the ball out quick. Then I'm tapping into the yak yards after catch, um, and then even off the field too. Like I rock with Tom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That that's like my speed. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's my era. That's my speed. Uh, he's super dope. Yeah, I, I would really enjoy probably my time more at the dinner table with Tom than Pat. Right? Pat's super cool too. Is, he's super cool. I was gonna say but. he doesn't. We haven't seen. I don't know about y'all, but I feel like I haven't seen enough of Pat to know his personality like that. Yeah, yeah. You 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 are right. You are right. Um, I mean now now is the time. Now you're gonna start seeing more. I mean this kid's gonna be everywhere. He's already he's already everywhere. But, I mean, it's going to be cool to watch him over the next couple of years. You know, he's going to be everywhere. He's going to make a shit ton of money. Hell he's yeah. going to be doing some great things in business. Like, he is the guy. He is the guy. I will say this. The one time I do remember seeing a little bit more of his personality was on that Peyton Manning quarterback show. Oh, it yeah, was, was a cool. little bit more, but it was mostly just him and his girlfriend. It wasn't really a lot of like, oh, this is what Pat Mahomes like to do. But, guys, let's go ahead and switch over to the other side of that field. Um, it wasn't red and white confetti coming down. It was red and yellow. So let's talk about the losing side. Let's talk about Brock Purdy. Um, he threw for 255 yards, a touchdown. Hold on. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time go out. ahead. I went to – I told you about the business and all the meetings. One mm-hmm. of my lunches was with one of the guys. One of my last lunches, brunches on Saturday, actually, was with the guy who owns the company – the confetti company. Oh wow! I'm sitting. There, yeah, <laughs> that's what's up. That bro, man, yeah, mad money off confetti from the NFL. Yeah, yeah right. This is a this is a true story. So we're sitting at the table. There's somebody from United, somebody from TikTok, somebody from you know uh, Crown Royale and Diageo and all these brands. And so we're having this like 12 person lunch. And this one guy is like. Yeah, um, I went to Harvard Business School and I was an engineer. I was doing this. Then I said I wanted to start buying some companies. And I bought this company, that company, da da da. He was just looking at great business and great margins, et cetera, et cetera. And he was like, Yeah, we own the confetti. So the confetti that you guys are going to see tomorrow, that's my company. That's crazy. <laughs> Sorry. So, but okay, I had so to he tell didn't you like start it from ground up, cutting pieces of paper by himself. No, the family did. So uh, and that's part of his like his approach where he look at a business to acquire and it's, you know, people who've owned their company for 30, 40 years. They're sitting at 75. They're ready to, you know, really retire, exit and set up stuff for the kids, kids type thing. So the family before him did and been in business with the NFL for a very long time. He's only owned it for three years. OK, not a bad business move, though, if you think about it, if you very smart. and people want to hand it over um but yeah like i was saying so brock purdy he threw for 255 yards a touchdown no turnovers so what do we need to say about purdy after this super bowl loss same thing nothing he didn't turn the ball over it wasn't him don't be that guy don't don't be that guy so we used to say in the locker room on the field don't be that guy don't be late don't be the one to jump off sides don't be the one to not make your play miss your assignment he wasn't the guy. He, he's not the guy. So Brock Purdy's cool. He's going to be there. He's going to get a, a deal done. He's the, he's their quarterback. 
So I, there's nothing to talk about. This dude was Mr. Irrelevant. I like what I saw. And I said, you go ahead. No, I was just to say what what you were saying. I like what I saw from Purdy. I didn't, like, he went out there, did his thing. He didn't F it up. He did, He made smart decisions with, you know, he did his thing. Like, he didn't go out there and throw multiple picks and fumble the ball and, you know, yeah. none of that. Like, he 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 did his thing, man. Pur- Purdy looked good. I think he's got he, he Listen, but here's the difference, though, BC. He he missed he missed uh, Debo Samuels. They ran a uh, double scene mm. on the right side. It was the fourth quarter. It was a big play. Yeah. I know. You remember the one he yep. missed Debo on? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah, can't that miss that did, though. That's the only one. thing I, I hate. Like I feel like I'm turning like, sound like a Brock Purdy hater these last three weeks because I'm a big Brock, Brock Purdy fan. He's you can't hate on Mister Irrelevant. Like he's done nothing but over deliver. But see, this is the moments where you separate yourself, right? Like in that moment, it comes down to one or two plays. Make your play. Yeah, he had be him. the difference. Like that's 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 the game changer. Game managers like Tom. Uh, Tom Brady's of the world, they find a way to make that play, right? Uh, Patrick Mahomes, they find a way to make that play. Now, he certainly made plays throughout the game, but it's like you got to make the biggest play. Right. Right. You got to have it. We got to have that right now. You know, put that on Debo. Let Debo be the one to drop that ball. Yeah. But he threw it out he the back of the end yeah. zone. Yeah. Yeah, he did. That's true. that's the only knock. That's the only knock on Brock Purdy. But that's what it comes down to. Yeah, that's why you got to be damn yeah. near perfect when you're going against guys like that on the other side. You can't afford not to make that play because he's going to make that play. That's why we're calling him, you know, one of the goats. Or some people are saying he is the goat. You can't do it. I'm telling you. And I like every time I'm in these type of conversations, I just think about my battles against Tom Brady, and or Pey- even Peyton Manning. It's like, man, that shit ain't over. Until we in a locker room, <laughs> F, f- fuck when the clock say zero. Yeah, Nick, wait, 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 no, keep playing till we get in the locker room. <laughs> the clock say zero, don't stop, because I don't want nobody. Hey guys, bring it back on there. We miss it. no, yeah. keep playing. <laughs> I'm gonna wait till I'm in my car field, in the parking the lot. Game over, bruh. <laughs> bruh. Man, the referees, everybody off the field. Once the referees leave, then we good. They in the locker room, referees. Okay, good. Everybody, let's go. Yeah. Let's go. I remember when we beat Tom uh my last year in with the Jets. So we going into this game. We gotta have this game. They're playing extremely well. It's the same year where I said we went up there and I dropped the ball and I knew that we lost the game. It was the end of the third because it was gonna put us up two score and we didn't put them away. And so now second game where they come to us in MetLife, we gotta win the last two games to even get in the playoffs. And so it's like it's like three games. So it's Giants, and it's the year they went 11-5, and five, I believe. Giants, uh, Patriots, and then Buffalo. Buffalo and Buffalo, Rex Ryan, trash. We should be in, right? But we got to beat the Patriots. Tom Brady, Bill Belichick. Man, before the game, I go to my team. I said, we're going to whoop their ass. And after the game, nobody, we ain't celebrating. We walking right into the locker room. We posed to do this, right? Man, we beat them. Everybody's celebrating like we going to the Super Bowl. Coaches is crying and shit in the locker room. I'm like, yo, what happened? Like, champagne going. <laughs> I'm like, motherfucker. Fourth game of the season. 
I'm trying to act tough, like, you know what I mean? Change the mindset of the, you know, our culture. Like, right. no, we supposed to do right. this. Yeah. And then we can go to Buffalo and whoop. Because it was such a, <laughs> a, a amazing but tough year for us. And we're like, damn, we beat the Patriots. We good. We certainly going to beat Buffalo. That's how they was thinking. And that's why we got our ass whooped in Buffalo. Because they overlooked <laughs> Buffalo. I'm out there looking at the real Revis and, you know, all these other boys. Like, right, so we just going to do this right now. Like, we, we not going to beat Buffalo in Buffalo? Like they 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 got thirty players not even playing BC. Damn. So uh, I say all that, man, because you know, like Tom Brady, for us to beat them in that situation and being that locker, it was one of the special moments. You know, literally, I was, you know, hugging the coach in the locker room. He got tears in his eyes. It was how we did it, how we came together. It's like damn, we just beat them. You know, so. When you have these moments, man, you just got to take advantage of it because these dudes are hard to beat. Peyton Manning, hard to beat. Tom Brady, hard to beat. Patrick Mahomes, hard to beat. That's a different type of uh, category there. Let me just throw this number at you. Tom played 335 games. He only lost 82 times. So it's mm. like you got to think, like, that's it's an achievement. You know, not saying that you should like over celebrate it, but it is an achievement, man. The man was really good. Most years he got less than six losses. It just was a rarity well, to beat him. Yeah, but see, you just said it's an achievement, right? And and, and so you got to add that to this whole discussion. It's really hard. It's easier nowadays for, and definitely at the quarterback position, for players to play uh, in their late thirties you know, even early 40s. And so when we consider this conversation around Patrick Mahomes, is he to go, can he pass Tom Brady? you got to throw in attrition. This is the war of attrition. Can he stay healthy? Can he stay healthy? And when he's not healthy or if he have a, a moment, you know, how does he bounce back? Will he bounce back? Brady had a, a, a season where he missed, what, 12 games because of the ACL? Then he has to come back the next year and beat Tom Brady again. Mm -hmm. So this whole discussion is a that's a huge achievement for guys to play, you know, five years, six years in the NFL is a big deal. But now you want to pass the goats and you got to play 17, 18, 16, 17, 18 years. Good luck. Good, Good luck, luck on that one. Let me ask you this, though. If, if you are Kyle Shanahan, right? Are you convinced that Purdy is the franchise guy for the Niners, or should San Francisco look at another option? Yeah, why not? Two years in a row, back-to-back uh, -back Super Bowl appearances. Right? Well, that, well not back-to-back. -back. They lost in the NFC Championship mm -hmm. last year. They should have. They should have beat the Eagles. Right? It was the Eagles they lost to? But why not? And Brock Purdy went down that year. And if, if Brock was in there, they probably would have went to the Super Bowl. Right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm convinced. Yeah. You mean check the numbers too? We did that exercise. Yeah. What two weeks ago? He's top five and top three in every single uh, category. So we don't talk about him that way. Like, oh, yo, he's really lighting it up. But no, he's really lighting it up. Right. And and he got the dubs to go with it. No, nah, that's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. Yeah, that's my quarterback. I think he just gets slack because if you think <laughs> about it, like we don't know what he looks like on like the Seahawks right now. And I'm not trying to disrespect the Seahawks, but I'm just saying that he came into a system of CMC, Debo, Kittle, Ayuk. The defense is tearing it up. Like, 
it does bring. Let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question correctly. And he's using them correctly, and he's doing what he's supposed to do. He's not going out there sucking with them. So no, 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 for sure. But I'm saying I think that's where the criticism comes from. Is that people still look at him as can you do this without them? So, so let me ask the criticizers. Is that a word? Fact checkers, criticizers. BC said yes. I don't know. That's a word. Criticizers. Criticizers. All right. So, to all the criticizers. Let's take Patrick Mahomes well, and put him on the Carolina it's not, Panthers. It's critics. It's critics. Critics. <laughs> yeah. It's critics. I'm like, bro, Google ain't showing me nothing. Criticize. It's, it's not criticized. <laughs> Made up a word. <laughs> so for all the critics out there, I would love for all the critics to answer me this. Put Patrick Mahomes on the Carolina Panthers this year. What's their record? What happens? That's what I look at. I look at opportunities like that to just, yeah. just stop the conversations like, Brock Purdy, oh my goodness, he got C Mac. He has, you know, Debo. He has Shanahan. Like, oh, you know, is he good? Because he got all those guys. Well, shit. Put him on the Carolina Panthers and see what happens. Put Patrick Mahomes on the Carolina Panthers and see what happens. Right? Like, they're not the, the Carolina Panthers aren't going to be in the Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes. Yes, I don't care I what you tell. You can't convince me. Right. And then Patrick Mahomes has Kelsey. Patrick Mahomes has Andy Reid. All these quarterbacks had phenomenal coaches too, and and people around them. John Elway had Mike Shanahan. Yeah, but Brock got a lot of weapons. Dan Marino had who? Man, all these teams had weapons, bro. And that's the thing is like when these quarter, uh, uh, um, uh, Peyton Manning had good coaches, not like legendary, really good coaches, Hall of Fame coach, and Tony Dungy. I believe Tony Dungy went in the Hall of Fame. Um. Who else is out there? Joe Montana. Who did he have? As, as you bring up Peyton, though, it's a lot of similarities in that team on uh, in the Colts that he had with this team. You don't think? You got Say that Edrin. again. I was just saying, like, comparison as far as, like, you had a great running back, Edron James. Um, oh, wow, the names are slipping me right now. But he had uh, Marvin Harrison. And what was the other receiver he had on the, on the other side? Reggie Wayne. Reggie Wayne. So, like, you know, he had good receivers. I don't remember their tight end or nothing like that, but you've seen this sort of, like, weapon-heavy type of team a couple times. Um, Come on, man. But I can't make a Brock Purdy, uh, Peyton Manning comparison. I refuse to do that right now. Brock Purdy, Peyton. No, 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 I'm not. Yeah, okay, That's I see what you're doing. Okay. I mean, all these teams are super talented. All these teams are super talented, and sometimes – you know, what we're naming, like, the Reggie Waynes of the world, uh, the Marvin Harrisons of the world, like, these guys that got loaded guys, they may just have names as well. Like, there's a lot a lot of amazing wide receivers and offensive linemen may not have the notoriety there, right? Or just because you're not top five don't mean you're not like that. So some of these other teams, you know, uh, that don't have those big names, they still got superstars. They got superstar right. numbers, but not superstar brands. Well, guys, let's move a little forward. This is actually one part that I was excited to talk about because I actually went home and made sure to watch this part. Let's talk about the halftime show with Usher. So he he brought out special guests like Alicia Keys, Lil Jean, and her, um, Luda. Just it was what super super show. What the heck? Oh, is that the game? I didn't see Ludacris. I didn't see what? all of these. Half- Where you was at? I didn't see. Getting drinks and stuff? 
Yeah, I like you was getting you know nachos? What? At that time, I was watching, but Larry Fitzgerald, we were talking during the halftime show. I'm like, I wanted to say Fitz. Like, Fitz is all business. Like, even when we was playing, that boy A, <laughs> Fitz is all business, all, like, ball. So halftime show, he probably took a break. Like, he <laughs> he, yeah, he coming like, to me where to talk. And so I'm trying to talk to Larry Fitzgerald and watch the show. I wanted to tell Fitz, like, Fitz, bro. I really want to see Usher. Man, yeah, <laughs> Usher, really... <laughs> Usher brought out the he brought out the crew, man. Fitz hold had on, hold distracted. On, hold on. I saw BC. I saw her. Yeah, her came I, out. But her I had know, a beautiful beautiful solo. No, I saw that on Instagram. I didn't even oh. see it in real time. I seen Alicia. So Alicia, she had this big red cape on, and it was dark. And I looked at I looked at my friend. I'm like. I think that's going to be Alicia Keys right there. And then the lights come on and Alicia Keys is playing. He had that moment. But I did not see her. I did not see Ludacris mm. on stage. And, and who else you said? Who Little, else y'all say? Little John, John. Ludacris. Jermaine Dupri made a quick appearance. Jermaine Dupri, yeah. Y'all know what really? this is. Yeah, y'all know what this is. Everybody was clowning his outfit because he had on like... He had on like a schoolboy. Yeah, these crazy Catholic socks on uniform. with the with the like with crazy. the penny loafer. Shoot, yeah, I don't know what he was You should have saw his socks. I don't know what he was doing, but yeah. Um, you know, Ludacris well, came out the A. You know, they had to. They was out there representing for the A. Bro, they had so, stripper poles. They had the marching band. They had the cascade roller roller skating. Oh, the arena. roller skating. Yeah, the roller skating uh segment of Usher's performance was dope. That that was dope. All right, well. I gotta say this. Me and BC spoke on this earlier in the day. I'm gonna get a lot of flack for this, but it's because I believe in what she can do. But Rihanna just got blown out the water with this Usher performance, man. Like, but why are we? Why are we? Why are yeah, we? Why, why, is this why, the, why are you want to do that? Yeah. Why you want to do that? Because that is a halftime show at the one game, Brandon, watched by two hundred million people, and you come out and you walk up and down, left and right. He sounds for like a Rihanna minutes. hater, man. I don't, I can't even. I am not I'm a Rihanna not, hater. I can't even go for this. Can slander. I expect more from my sister? No, I mean like you know, she got out there and did though. it. You, she got out there and did the halftime performance, pregnant. Had the most was, watched. Yeah, yeah. Played, He's been around me too much, uh, BC. Played these classic he, legendary hits. Like, you playing with Rihanna right now, see, boy. See, y'all going to make Rihanna fail because ain't nobody holding her to the standard. You playing That's with Riri, man. Riri out here doing Damn. her thing. You, you, you're never a low, low vibration guy. You vibrating low on that one. Uh, Only Andrew, because I know what she could you do. You never. You're always positive. Yeah. Like, why we, are we coming talk, in here with straight hate Usher? on Rihanna? Yeah. Let's okay. Let's only talk about Usher. Yeah. I love you, Rihanna. <laughs> <Guys>. Um <laughs> But no, his his performance was incredible. Now, did you watch the performance live, or did, was this a replay? Oh no, this was. Remember, I caught it after the third. So yeah, I would. This was a replay. Oh, oh my goodness! You didn't <laughs> it was, even catch it was a YouTube video. It's, it's better. Like I literally was in the suite at the fifty and on the fifty, and I, I missed so much of it. And that's the difference. I actually think watching a Super Bowl uh, at home is better than going to the game, right? Because you see Almost everything. They do a phen- for the most part. They do a phenomenal job with the broadcast. Fox had it this year, and you mm-hmm. see all those moments. You can hear some of the insights, or this guy went down. This is what he's dealing with. Oh, with and CBS. The booth, you may not hear that. Oh, with CBS, you're right. You're CBS right. Fox said it last year. You're yeah. right. You're right. Um, so, so, so it, it seems like the halftime show was a hit. Yeah, BC. Yeah, definitely, it was a, it, definitely. It was top. It's one of the ones. It's five. one of the ones. It's in. It's definitely definitely cracked the top. 
Are you guys saying top five or top ten? <laughs> Maybe the five. <laughs> top ten for sure. He definitely top, cracked the top ten with that. Okay. Got to go back and look at a couple of other Super Bowl performances because there's some legendary ones. Yeah, me. respectfully. But, but Usher did his thing. Like, I was really impressed. I was totally satisfied with his performance. Yeah, yeah, Beyonce. I actually I was a big fan of Katy Perry's back in when she was, did it in uh, Arizona. I forget what year that was, 2015, 16, whatever it was. I was there on the field when she, when she had lions and stuff coming yeah, the out. Katie Big Perry one was yeah, that was dope. <clears throat> that was dope. Prince's mm-hmm. performance, like nah, there's been some legendary performances. Michael Jackson, but Usher, nah, <laughs> he stamped it. He definitely did his thing. Though. I was like, yo, this is all right, cool. Came out. I love the representation the of the A. Yeah, the whole you know he went out there and did his old A town stomp and all that. Like yeah, they was they killed it. They killed it. Yeah, they killed it. That's good. Uh, um, By the way, didn't Little John look like fit? I mean, he's been slim for shot. a while. Yeah, he's been. No, slim no, no. I said fit. Oh, fit. Yeah, he looked like he was a little. I cut. didn't know he was sick. No, 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 not sick. I said he's been slimmed down. Like, yeah, right. He's been slimmed down for a while. Yeah, he's gotten shape and stuff like that. So yeah, he's he looks different. But. Her, I I have to give it up, man. Her came out. I don't even think she's saying maybe more than a couple words. But her talent on that guitar, bro. Oh, man. She that guitar smashed. solo was incredible. She smashed the guitar, bro. Yeah, she should have smashed the guitar. She killed it. No, she did. Um, what do you want to see in the halftime show in New Orleans next year, guys? Like, if you had Chris to throw Brown. a name out. Chris, Chris, Chris Brown. Brown. Yo, you got to settle down on this Chris Brown. They ain't going to let him. They ain't going to let him. I know. He want the hips going. Like, Yeah, they ain't going to let him. Ah, man, New Orleans. I'll say bring B back again, but you know we did that already. Uh, shoot, who could y'all see? I mean, that's... we did the West Coast thing. You know, we did the A now. Jay Z, yeah. But, 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 but see, one, what right? I loved about Usher, what I loved about Usher's performance, and he was the, you know, it was it was his show, mm-hmm. but he shared the stage, mm-hmm. and I love that. And it actually makes for a better show, and it puts the main act. It to me, it just props him up even more. Yeah, right. And so, because like, we're, we're, like what we're going to be saying is like, yo, yo, like BC five years from now, you're still going to be saying, yo, Usher's halftime show, not Alicia Keys, not her, not Lil Jon, but all of them made it. Yeah, help get it to the top five, right? Yeah. So I think more people should leverage this, uh, or sharing the stage more should leverage that more. And so I say. Jay-Z because I don't want to just see Jay-Z. I want to see Jay-Z bring out Lincoln Park. I want to see Jay-Z uh, bring out, you know, uh, you, you know who I really want to see him bring out? Nas. No, I want to see him bring out uh, Freeway. I want to see him bring out Beanie oh, Siegel. Crew. Yeah. Mm, that would be Think young. about that. Think about that era, that moment. Yeah. I want to see him, which would probably never happen. Oh, oh, like even him having Kanye out there. Think about all the people he can tap into. Kanye West. Yeah. I, it ain't, that ain't happening. Bro, I got that a better happen. one for you guys. Let me happen. tell you what happened yesterday. Let me tell you what happened yesterday. Some more juice, more tea. So Kanye West pulls up to Vegas. Mm. Kanye West pulls up to the Super Bowl, Kanye West buys a ticket right in front of Katy Perry's booth. So anytime they were going to be showing Katy Perry, Kanye's face was going to be there. He had a, ma- a mask on with his logo on a mask, mm-hmm. right? Typical Kanye. So 
NFL, Taylor, uh, Taylor Swift gets pissed off. Sheep Boom Boom makes a call or two. Everybody's involved. He gets kicked out the stadium. Oh. Yeah. This is hot. But Kanye, is Kanye, hot. We didn't hear about he, this. No. Yeah, yeah. This is hot tea, hot tea, hot tea, oh. hot tea, hot tea, hot tea. Okay. Got kicked out the stadium. But he was trying to leverage. He was trying to leverage, you know, her celebrity right. to make some. Right. Because he right. knows they're not going to cut to him. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I'm going to strategically position myself. So every time they cut over here to her. But did you say in front of Taylor's booth or in front t- of t- Taylor, t- Katy Perry's booth? Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Sorry. In front of Taylor Swift's booth. Oh, okay. So now you got to go back to the beef, you know, him cutting her right. off when she's winning the, <laughs> yeah. the Grammy. Right. And then yeah. it's like, you know, Beyonce should have won it. And then years after, and just that whole relationship. But that's what he tried to do, man. He tried to sit in front of Taylor Swift I mean, that yesterday. was smart. That was smart. It was smart. And NFL Yo, didn't but, allow it even nope. after he paid the money? Damn. Pay what money? Care. I thought you said he bought the booth. Or he, oh, he, the ticket. The it ticket. was no. So it was like the seat right in front of her right. suite. Right. Right. So, yes, he, he still would have been right there in the mix. Damn, let me know how y'all feel that. about this. All right. We know that the halftime, I mean, the Super Bowl is going to be in New Orleans, right? New Orleans. Y'all not thinking about P? Cash money? Y'all not thinking about cash money? Like, like well, Jay- Jay-Z got to be all smart. New Orleans yeah. bounce music. Well, well Jay-Z got to be smart here. Uh, what, what are you about? To, what, what, no, what I was gonna say what you're what you about to say. You know what I mean? Go like, ahead, let me hear. Let me you see. You know what I mean? But Jay Jay's gonna make the call on that, and then he's got to do it to to where it's not so black. <laughs> <laughs> it's not blatantly Bruh. just hood <laughs> hood in there. You know what I mean? Like they, it's he, been black. It, what you mean? But they may he may you know what he might see he might not do it as Cash Money or Master P. Little Wayne, now you know what I'm saying. Now, if you say Little Wayne you. is performing at halftime, then now you have he can bring in those other little elements from the No and have. But think about it like the Dre performance, like that. And and, and Little Wayne and Little Wayne can bring out uh, country music artists, yeah. rock and roll, like because yeah. Little Wayne he touched all genres for real. So I, that's what I was going to say. BC was, you know. And they're doing a great job, but the NFL is for everyone. And so, how do you? Yeah, how do you make? That how happen? do you? How how do you? How do you touch your urban demographic, your country demographic, your rock demographic? Yeah, this, it's a real black and white thing. It really you is. Hit them with Drake. And so Jay Z, what we what, what people need to understand is, you know, uh, Jay Z walks into the NFL office, sits down with Roger Goodell. This is probably. 2017 and um they strike a deal they on 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 a few things but the biggest thing is they're now like rock nation now with apple manages the super bowl halftime show so all this goes through jay-z jay-z is making these calls Mm -hmm. so jay-z obviously is you know uh uh unapologetic unapologetically black you know he shows up in a room as himself he doesn't switch up right and so Jay-Z is also a businessman. He understands how to target different people and, and what's, it, what's it all about. So he can't come out every single year and just give it to a black hip-hop artist or some black superstar. You can't do that. So that's what's going to be interesting for Jay-Z because New Orleans is a huge market for hip-hop. 
huge because mm-hmm. I can see where you're going with it, Andrew. Like, it'd be dope to have that West Coast LA type vibe down there. Mm-hmm. But I like what BC is saying is like, if you go Little Wayne, now Little Wayne can touch all of them and some more. Yeah. So you pack, you got to package it the right way. Right. I would love that. I wasn't even thinking about Little Wayne when you asked us the question earlier. Who would we like to see in New Orleans? Like Little Wayne yeah. would be dope. If they, and if, he's having what you say? No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. And he's having like a like another wave, like Usher, uh, like Snoop Dogg, like a like almost re not reinventing himself, but like reemerging, evolving a little bit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so he's I been can coming see out working. recently, dropping new music. He's a little bit more visible. He had a commercial mm-hmm. yesterday too for um, I believe it was Homes.com. Yeah, he had a commercial on the Super Bowl as well. So he's being a little bit more visible these days. So I could definitely see um, a little Wayne uh, performance, and then him bringing out maybe the Hot Boys and bringing out other people that he's collaborated. Across genres, you know what I mean that he's collaborated mm-hmm. with. I can, I, 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 I mean, he got Young that. Money too. You got Nicki Minaj, Drake, all Ex- of them. Oh, exactly. So he could bring out a Nicki. He can bring like out he, Drake. He alone could bring out he people. Could, but I was saying to keep it New Orleans. I think that would be like lovely for the city. That'll be just lovely for us. For the but on a bigger scale, like B saying for at the NFL and for the world. Yeah, nah, that's. That's too much. They're not ready for that. Just They're not ready for that. Straight. Make them say, oh. Yeah. Goodell. Goodell. Could you imagine P running on the stage singing that? <laughs> that, would be, oh that would be crazy in the adult. That but. would be crazy. And he throwing up the flag, Mia X. Oh, let me get out of Hold here, on. bro. So real, real quick, though, before we leave this part, um, and we talking about the commercials and all that and artists. Oh, that's coming up though. No, no, no. Not I'm not even talking about the commercial just yet. Well, actually, it does oh, okay. have to do kind of with a commercial. Can we talk about how um Beyonce just dropped two songs in the middle of the Super Bowl? Hold on, what happened? What? I didn't know. Beyonce that. dropped two songs in the middle of the Super Bowl, bro. Why nobody talking about that? What do you mean? She had a whole Verizon commercial. The Verizon commercial was crazy. And then at the end of the commercial, it was like, oh, drop the music. You go online to Spotify, she got two songs in the middle of the Super Bowl. This girl dropped two songs and the release date for her album. Like, I'm like, come on. Like, nobody who does that only Beyonce. Bro, it makes sense. (laughs) I just got goosebumps, bro, how brilliant and genius that is, BC. And it's starting to make sense too. Jay Z gets the Dr. Dre Award uh, at the Grammys. I'm sorry. Hey, did y'all see the in his announcement, in his announcement uh, or his acceptance speech? He says, well, to y'all standard, y'all pretty much off to y'all standard because the number one. She's one of the uh, most granted, you know, uh, artist hasn't even won album of the year. Right. Now, boom, a week and a half later, she drops, you know, two singles at halftime and then announces her release date for her album. It's yeah, brilliant. That's brilliant. On the biggest who's more stage. Stra- who's more strategic than Hove and Jay-Z right now, BC? And Beyonce, like, this is brilliant, bro. They moving like crazy right yeah, now. Yeah, that, that just blew my mind. I'm like, who drops a song on a Sunday in the middle of yeah. a Super Bowl? Yeah. That's Beyonce, never been done before. She does too. Drops both. BC, did I'm you like, listen Yo. to them? No, nah, I, haven't, I haven't listened to them yet. I haven't listened okay. to them yet. I'm throwing this out, but I think Beyonce is expanding her audience. Oh, yeah. She's and what I'm country. saying is... I remember seeing her at the Grammys. She's doing the, country with now. With the cowboy hat. Yeah. This album, I just took a quick listen to two both songs just to see what the tone of it was. Both country sounding. 
It's called one's called Texas Hold'em and the other is 16, 16 carries. Play play um, eight seconds because on we can play eight seconds. All right, give me. And a we second. not get try, we not get hit. Give us give us eight up. seconds. Dang BC, little culture talk right there. Yeah. That's dope. That was dope. Um, that's pretty cool, man. That was dope. I thought that was amazing. Y'all hear that? Yep. Eight seconds. All right, I'm gonna switch it. It's the next one. These are country songs. Yeah, she's in her country vibe. The, the whole cowboy hat thing. It was part. It's part of the uh, the aesthetic for the album. It's called Act Two, so it comes out on I believe March 29th. But I just thought that was some genius marketing strategy, Jedi shit that she did. It was like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm even looking past just the drop. Like this is Beyonce's gonna open up millions of fans with this country. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Now she's doing country. And she's from Texas. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So it fits. Like she's all, already. Yeah, you know, she's in that. So just her being able to reinvent herself every time is, is, is. That's wonderful. why she's the queen. Yeah, exactly. But I just wanted to bring that up because I thought that was crazy. No, I appreciate that. I'm gonna listen to those after after we get out of here. But um, guys, I am athlete is partnering with Mobile One for our Behind the Drive series, and our latest guest is one of the best shutdown corners in the NFL and a budding superstar in Denver. Here's a little taste of our conversation with the Broncos' Patrick Sertan. The best thing about driving is just like the calmness of the ride, just enjoying, you know, every mile you take, you know, just looking at the scenery. Like every day when I wake up, you know, in Colorado, I see the mountains. For me, being from South Florida and coming to Colorado and seeing mountains, you know, instead of beaches, it just sort of helps me understand that there's more things to life. You look at it and it's like, man, I could be anywhere else, you know what I mean? But I'm just glad I get to see the world, what the world has to offer. Right, guys and make sure you catch more with patrick sertan and other content with i am athlete and mobile ones behind the drive check it out on the i am athlete youtube page so moving on there is an interesting development during the first half of the super bowl um travis kelsey was caught on camera running up on head coach andy reed after a frustrating start to the super bowl and then eagles receiver aj brown tweeted if that was me i would have been kicked out of the league B, what do you make of Brown's comments? Um, look, uh, I can really care less to really talk about it because there's so much good to talk about when it comes to the Super Bowl on both sides uh, of the ball, whether it's the 49ers or the Chiefs, um, and also just can, breaking down the game. There's so much to talk about there. Um, but look, it happened. And it was a big moment. That's a moment that I missed because I was sitting there in the suite and uh, someone in the suite was like, hey, uh, Travis Kelsey almost knocked over coach. And, you know, I, I didn't understand what was going on until after the game where I saw the replays on ESPN. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit, it, you know, obviously got heated. And he was really juiced up, like. Travis Kelsey really wanted that. Like that, he crossed the line there. He didn't cross the line too far. It was just like, it it wasn't intentional. He didn't mean to touch him. He didn't mean to run into him, but he definitely was fired up. 
and I'm glad that they was able to recover. But yes, there are, there is some truth to AJ Brown what he's saying. No, he wouldn't have been he wouldn't have been kicked out the league, but it would have been a big deal. And what AJ Brown is actually saying is, "Yo, my emotions got the best of me in Philly last year. This is one of the reasons why we imploded." Remember that the, there was there was a lot of there was reports mm. that came out saying that uh, that locker room was in disarray, and AJ Brown was at the center of it. And so AJ Brown, I can understand it. This is why you got as an emotional player, high level player, you know, uh, number one receiver. You have to control your emotions because when you cross that line, yeah, you are going to be the problem. And now you got the Philadelphia Eagles sitting here as just a mediocre team, and they was one of the best teams. And he may not even be on the Philadelphia Eagles next year, which I think would be a mistake. They need to all sit down and just talk it out. Because I love that 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 whole little you know core group of guys together on the mm-hmm. offensive side. Him, Devontae, uh, you know Jalen, you know, and even Swift. They brought in Swift last year, which they need to use him more. I don't know what happened how they get away from him, but um, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's to me we just wasted, or I maybe I wasted two three minutes talking about this, mm-hmm. but it happens in ball. Travis Kelsey said. You gonna make me look crazy in front of my my chick? That's exactly <laughs> what he said. Ball. <laughs> Yo, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. B, remember all the drop balls, passes, whatever in the earlier in the season for Kansas? Yep. Let's say that Kelsey just dropped the second ball of the game. He's standing on the sideline, helmet in hand, on the waist. He's just staring at the field, and Andy Reid come over, slaps him on the chest with his clipboard, screaming at him in his face, like. What is that? Like, like I'm saying, if it was uh, shoes was on the other side, do we just look at that as yeah. coaching? Because I didn't yeah, see anything I mean, wrong with this. I thought it was the perfect timing. You don't do this all year, but, like, I think this is the moment. Like, it's so much emotion. There, listen, listen. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing. nothing wrong with it. It's a problem because it's a problem because, you know, we're not used to really seeing it. Um, it's volatile. It's showing – the uh, unattractive side to sports teams and individuals, right? Like mm-hmm. we're seeing Travis Kelsey on all the commercials. We're talking about him and uh, and Taylor Swift, Swift, right? So everything's good, good, good. And so when this happens, it's deviant. And so it's like, oh, this is a problem. But the reality is on every single team in sports and even in corporate America, you have moments like this. And the best teams deal with it and move forward. You think Travis Kelsey and uh, Andy Reid is talking about that today? Hell no. <laughs> no. And, and if, if they are, no. BC, it's really quick. Man, my bad, Coach, I fucked up. Thank you. Right. Do it again, boy, you asshole. <laughs> and it's over. By the way, I you don't know understand? if any of you caught the Andy Reid joke. I thought this was hilarious, but it was during the post game. He made a joke saying that he always tells people that his wife had five kids, but it ruined his body. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> His wife is That's beautiful, good. but it's like just seeing him say the joke was hilarious. But speaking of Reed, his QB Patrick Mahomes said after the win that Reed is unquestionably, oh, I got that right, the greatest coach of all time. Mahomes may be a bit biased, but now Reed joins a very exclusive list of coaches to win three Super Bowl championships. We talk about how close Mahomes is to catching Brady. Well, how close is Reed to catching Belichick for the GOAT? Has he already oh. caught him? Whoa, whoa on, whoa on. Whoa, <laughs> whoa up, whoa up. 
let's slow down the conversation. Let's go to the, let's get to the root of this conversation. The root of this conversation, you got to go to Foxborough, New England. Right? Because we, for 20 some years, we've been saying that Bill, 20 years, we've been saying Bill Belichick is the GOAT. Bill Belichick is the greatest of all time. So he had who? Tom Brady for the majority of that time. And then three years without Tom Brady, he goes, they go from first to, to worst. And now we're saying that it was all because of Tom Brady in the discussion, Bill Belichick's not the GOAT. So why are we, why are we doing this with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes? Andy Reid had Donovan McNabb was in Philly doing some amazing things. But Andy Reid was 11-13 and 13 in the postseason without Patrick Mahomes. Facts. So now you get Patrick Mahomes. Now you turn into one of the greatest coaches of all time. And now we're saying that Andy Reid can potentially be better than Bill Belichick? Is there any hypocrisy in there? What you said earlier? He was 11-13 and 13 before he had... In the postseason, before he had Patrick yeah, Holmes, and now that. all of a sudden they went three and five, and now we put them in discussion. Y'all tell me what y'all want to do, because if we're going to do that, then we gotta, we also gotta account for, you know, the, you know, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick not being together uh, uh, these last couple years of Bill Belichick's career. Right. What we want to do here. Right. Then we gotta you, throw, you, yeah, we gotta throw out the last three years and just be like, no, well. He didn't win it, and shit. Then that just makes Bill Belichick the best because he did it for a long time, consistently. So I don't know where this Andy. I will say Andy Reid is putting his name up there with the greatest coaches, but nah, he's not. Come on now, come. I mean, on right now. now they're considering him in slot number, like a tie for third. You know, as far as Super Bowl wins. I mean, so I think that's where the conversation's rings. starting. If we're just doing it on rings. Yeah, obviously, and if he finishes with Mahomes and see, he has five rings, is, then he's going to be good. choosing when to do it on rings and when to do it on exactly. skills. Exactly. You know, obviously, Reed ain't going to bring skills, but I'm just saying, like, with coaches, it has to be rings, right? You can't really judge it off of anything unless you're in the locker room with them. Like, oh, he's consistent, he's this, he's I professional. I mean, winning seasons. I mean, you can. I mean, you got coaches that never won that, uh, that have amazing winning seasons that just never won the Super Bowl. Yeah, but then – that's not going to be the conversation. I think most or maybe they just want one you, or something. At least getting no. division, right? Division championships. Yeah, got to at least have that. You could have a bunch of winning seasons. Yeah, but I mean, the the people who are ahead of him is Joe Gibbs, Bill Walsh, Chuck Noll, and then you have Bill Belichick. So it's not like the conversation is that far off, and it's this. And the only comparison I see is really the quarterback and head coach thing, but. I don't see. My, I don't see the same thing. Listen, listen. Here's here's here, here. This is. I said all that to say this. Bill Belichick and Tom Brady needed each other. Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid needed each other. But I would not participate in, the, in 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 this hypocrisy around you know Bill Belichick and this Tom Brady thing. You know, it's a team. You need both. All right. On the okay. heels of that, so I was just going to ask, how much does Mahomes owe Reed for what he's accomplished so far? Perfect. Uh, it, it, it's 
how much does he owe him? So you, 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 I, you know, I was trying to get in my little uh, call it cow hurt spill. He be cutting me off sometimes. <laughs> yeah, like, damn, him, let me do my thing. Yeah, let him rock, man. Let me rock. Let him get his shit off, man. I'm like, let me take my step back. Let me take my step back. I was like, I was about to go into it. Yeah, I see. Let him finish his thought, man. Hey, bro, it's a delay. It's the delay. It's the delay. I got to. You got to be in the room. You know, you know my delays like you he be like all right b's delays but b b you don't be like this you don't you don't be like this i do yeah so then the game and like i was saying like b i don't know when you stop yeah but see here's the the key because like i be losing my train of thought sometimes and so when you see those big pauses i'm gonna figure this shit out i'm gonna be like oh yeah give me a second oh shit oh shit i bring it back bring it back yeah, I got uh, 20 things in my head, but I'm gonna figure out a way to bring it back. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And instead yeah, yeah. of me, like you know, you just let them, you you let the you let the beat build, you let it sit right there, and then you come together, and it's like boom. So, uh, anyways, no, li- listen, uh, because I lost my train of thought, and you uh, interrupted me, mother freaker. <laughs> um, I'll answer your question, and the question was, how much? How much- does Mahomes owe Reed for what he has accomplished in the NFL? I mean, I, I, I mean, you can answer it so many ways. You know, the first thing, that, the first answer to come to mind is like everything, right? It's like, man, you got to be thankful to have a guy like that because Patrick Mahomes on another team may not be the Patrick Mahomes we know, but he's still right. Patrick Mahomes, right? And so you're grateful, you're thankful, and, and, and so you can say, man, everything. You really can't. And that doesn't take anything away from Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, no, he's still Patrick Mahomes. And he's one of the greatest ever of all time. He's him. But, bro, you know, he's in a really good situation. And and Andy Reid has it all. Andy Reid is old school, traditional, right? So how he practices, they get after it, okay? Um, He holds guys accountable, but he's also new school. He's super cool. Even the stuff that you're talking about, the jokes that he cracks and how he, you know, he operates and how he communicates with his guys. And, and he is a scientist when it comes to offense. Mm-hmm. So you're getting all of that great leadership, a guy who's evolved. He's one of the oldest coaches, but he evolved to new school mindset in a little bit. And then his, 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 his he's always had a deep bag when it comes to offense. Always. So, got to be thankful, man. So, so let me ask you this: um, Do you think? And this is just—I I need your NFL insight on this. Do you think ninety percent of the coaches in the league, when Ken, um, when Patrick came into the league, would have supported his wild passes, the side, the behind the back, whatever he's doing? Because I feel like Andy Reid gave him nurturing through that so that it didn't look like some fumbling quarterback you get what i'm saying like he looked like he believed in what he could do and it gave him a chance to take those risks it's a great question and the the answer is yes and no right because Mm. old school coaches uh this is how you operate stay in the pocket one two three keep the bar right here by your ear and you just drill it drill it over and over and over again so that's where it's no. The yes is when there's a great player that comes along, the coaches have to adjust. You understand? Like, yeah. for real. It's like, 
Patrick Mahomes, I, a guy like Patrick Mahomes or Michael Jordan's like, you don't sit your ass down on the sideline, let me do this. Right? And now they got to adjust. However they get there, they're going to adjust. Yeah. So, you know, every once in a while, there's a, there's a player that comes along that says, ah, I don't like that play. We're going to do it. We're going to do it this way. Or on the field, it's like, I know this is what y'all coach, but I'm out here playing it. I feel it. I feel the game a little differently. Yeah. I used to hate when coaches you would try to. The only thing I hate, I could never take coaching was on after the ball, after the catch. I could never drill it. I wouldn't even let a coach drill it because it, it, to me, it messes up your. It, it was like you were messing up my psyche. Like I was known for yak. You know, when I first got in the league, you know, I was 500, 600 yards of yak. That's yards after catch. And a lot of that is just instinct, and and you can't even describe it. Like I never was out there practicing spin moves and stopping, cutting back, seeing a guy come this way and doing like you don't practice that. It's just like a feel, right? Yeah, and so yeah, when yeah. the coaches used to come in and be like, "All right, uh, jump over this bag, and then I'm gonna roll this ball, and I want you to spin off of spin the opposite direction that I throw the ball," I'm like. No, like you're like you. No, it don't work that way. Right. Like right? I'm just like, out here everything slows trying down. to coach your instincts, and you can't coach instinct. You God. can't coach that. But, but see, I brought that head. up is because the, to answer coach the question is like I was. That was a moment for me where I was like, no, nah, I would literally sit on the side. I'm not doing this drill, or I half-ass the drill, and I and then after the coaches would know like don't put this shit in there. Y'all can go drill that with the other guys, but this is what I do. And I can't teach you how, and and I can't teach you how I do what I do. You understand? Mm -hmm. Like I'm the best at this. You don't. You've never done this. You don't even understand it. I don't understand it. So don't, don't. Like we're not even going to do it. A coach telling me how to spin, how to shake. Man, that's when you hurt your ankle or some shit. I'd be (laughs) like, man, this shit hurt. (laughs) Like what? I'm for real, BC. I love talking. I love talking ball, bro. Like it takes me back to these moments, man. These crazy moments. Uh, but that was definitely one for me. It's like, shit. How do I do this? <laughs> BC, in your past football experience, did you have to practice stuff like this? Who? You said you played uh, youth Pop, football. Yeah, Pop Warner. Nah, man. I wasn't practicing stuff like this. I was just going out there and playing. I wasn't even. <laughs> Taking it Hold like, on, when you say Pop Warner, is that like 10 years old and down? Yeah. Or do they like hit teenagers? 10, young, uh, mid-teens. Pop, Pop, Pop Warner goes to your freshman at 15. Yeah. So Pop yeah. Warner goes to about 14, yeah. 13, 14. Yeah. So how long did you play, BC? A couple, couple years, a couple seasons. <laughs> no, I mean in your teens. Did you play at <laughs> all? Why are you you like I this? I know, that's what I'm saying. I don't know what you're <laughs> No, because that, I'm trying to figure play, out, like, play some Pop like when do these drills start? <laughs> I just played some football, play. man. Like I'm not, I'm not that. PC high. like yo, I played from seven to nine, bro. I wasn't running drills. <laughs> yeah, like, what kind of Andrew, drills? <laughs> what's the what's the white guy's name? Larry King. Andrew, damn, turned into Larry King on paper route. <laughs> Don't let me put <laughs> these suspenders on you. Investigative reporting, asking me is it cutting me off, taking over the show and shit. Like I'm like, bro, I'm in the middle of my thigh. Now you grilling BC on pop water football. <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> what was at the concession stands, BC? Keep it though. Hey, Andrew, do not change. I I'm don't gonna plan on doing shit, so. But don't change. Uh, <laughs> I don't plan on doing so. Um, 
I don't even know where to go with from here with y'all. <laughs> to the next thing. Get off it. That's basically BC right. telling you he don't care to talk about He's like, yo, I don't want to football. talk about this. All right, let's talk about this because I think this so from, is probably something from, from everybody BC, looking for. From your football experience. <laughs> that's, you why right? that's why I was like, BC, 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 like what? You ever done a lateral? BC like what? What you said that you played Pop Warner. Yeah, motherfucker, that was 35 years ago. <laughs> Right, <laughs> it literally might have been thirty five years ago, <laughs> bitch. Ask Brandon that shit, bro. That's what he wanted to say. Yeah. <laughs> Ask me about basketball, <laughs> music, football. I'm giving you my barbershop talk. And I watched the game, but damn, talking about drills. <laughs> like what drills? <laughs> I needed that, that inside experience for BC, bro. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Oh my gosh, bro. I'm about to start sweating in here. Oh. All right, guys. So the commercials <laughs> during the Super Bowl are always a topic of conversation the day after. We saw some Then he go ones. from Larry King to reading like that. <laughs> the commercials at halftime. <laughs> and like, we nah, are nah, nah. Now you go from Larry King to robot pit? Like what? <laughs> For real, like, get your intro. Do your intro. <laughs> bro, you gonna let me get my intro, bro? Go, go, go. We saw some good ones, <laughs> including a Duncan commercial with J Lo, Brady, Matt Damon, and Ben Affleck, plus a funny Verizon commercial with Beyonce. B, what do you, what did you think about the ads? By the way, I did see the Beyonce one. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I, oh, you, oh, you saying BC? Because I remember I didn't, I was at the game, so I wasn't watching oh, yeah. the commercials. BC, yeah, I was sorry about suite, that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Dunkin' Donuts commercial was good. That was funny with J Lo. Um, yeah, it was star packed. Fat Joe even made a, a an appearance in that one, so that was cool. Um, yeah, the Beyonce, Little Wayne in the Homes dot com commercial. Like, yeah, it was some some cool commercials. I I don't know. There wasn't any legendary. That, anything yeah, that's like yo. Nah, there wasn't any. What's up? Uh, any legendary yeah. sayings like? that I anticipate anybody like, oh, they're, they're going to be saying that. There was a Kanye commercial that was just an Instagram reel that he paid for a commercial that it was just an Instagram reel with the little box in between. It was him talking like he was in a car. And he paid $7 millions and he said, I don't have a commercial because we spent all the money on the spot that we ain't have enough money to make a commercial. So I'm going to just do this. And that was it. That was it. It was like he was holding his phone. Telling everybody to what? go to Yeezy.com and buy his new shoes. And he's like, yeah, and we got some shoes and um, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clip. And the commercial, commercial? That was the commercial. <laughs> What's crazy is because I'm when we talk about commercials, the only thing that I'm on is, is it legendary? That's it. Yeah. That's how, I, there's no, my, my rating system uh, and model for Super Bowl is like, it's either... You're one of the best or you're just a regular commercial. Yeah. And it's so funny because I was sitting down with a marketer that had a a, a spot and I sh they showed it to me like on a Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Somebody showed it to me on like a Wednesday. I ran into the the, the chief creative on this on like a, a, a Friday, Saturday. He's like, did you see it? And I'm like, yeah, I saw it. He's like, what you thought? And I had to be honest. I know I'm always going to be honest. They just spent mm -hmm. seven, eight million dollars on this. I was like, I thought it was okay. It's just okay. And I had to tell him like, if if you don't move me, to where I'm like, I'm gonna be talking about this for years to come, then it's just a regular spot. You could have put this on just yeah, down. any day of the week. Yeah, you could have done any day of the week. Day. 
So I, I'm saying that because I do like what Kanye did. That's yeah. genius, bro. Yeah, it was like super simple. It was like, yeah. He, I mean, he said it. He was honest. He was like, yo, we spent all the money just for this Super Bowl commercial spot, and we ain't have no money to actually film a commercial. So this is the super. This is gonna be the commercial. And it was just him in his car or wherever he was talking into the phone. And you know how it has the 16 by 9 down the middle and just black on the side. And it was just him talking. Yeah, this is the commercial. Yo, ain't never going to be go like Go to Yeezy.com. I got some new shoes out. You can go get them at Yeezy.com right now. Mm-hmm. And we out. I, I was asking. It's, it's kind of, Listen, I, thought, I think that's genius is great. But I, 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 it also is sad. Like... Because I don't know if he'll ever bounce back fully from his anti-Semitic um, remarks and just mm. actions um, and some of his behavior. Um, and it, it, it sucks because this dude is filled with so much creativity and so much cool shit that he can give the world. But he chose, you know, to go a certain route. Right now, we all have our thoughts and our beliefs. But I just think that, you know, the the best way to, you know, have these discussions are in a way that's not going to, you know, uh, divide. And we're very divisive as a country right now, which I get, I understand it. And, 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 and some people are okay with that. But like, you know, seeing a superstar like Kanye West and one of the probably creative people to ever walk one of the most creative people people to ever walk the earth like now you gotta you 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 you, nobody wants to partner with you nobody wants to work with you right um i saw something last week and i don't know how true it is but he was denied at every stadium or arena in the u.s outside of the chicago the united center i heard about i saw something like that Oh, wow. Right. Like you, you're just making it harder for yourself. Maybe that's the opportunity where you do things like that. You're so disruptive yeah. and, and you're able to create your own distribution, your own platform, Yeezy.com, and people will go buy. <laughs> well, maybe. I mean, that's but what he should do. He lost billions. He did. He did lose billions, man. His mouth got, his mouth got in the way and uh, stopped that bag. You know what I mean? I mean, he's still getting money. I'm not out here crying for Kanye or anything like that. As far as like financially, I think he's going to be quite all right <laughs> for a lifetime and then some. Mm-hmm. So I think he's good. But maybe yeah, he definitely, you know, stopped his bag and messed himself up. Any of you listen to his new album? I heard a couple of songs off of there. It's, it's one thing about Kanye, everything else, the antics and everything, I always appreciate his musical ability and his ability to like put songs together. Yeah. So that never really like dies for me. Yeah, he's probably maybe put out a couple whack songs here and there, but for the most part, he delivers musically. Right. So, you I, know, I haven't I haven't heard it. Um, maybe on this trip to Spain today, I'll dive in there. But I, I, I listened to 21 Savage on the way to Vegas. I was a week or so late, maybe maybe even longer. But that 21 Savage, like I'm starting to get it now. You see the yeah. growth? I like, yeah, I see the growth, the maturity. I see what he's trying to do as a man. And then, mm-hmm. you know, you know, outside of the studio, trying to move differently. 
Mm-hmm. Um, got a lot of people pulling for him, rocking with him from Drake to Hove, a lot of dudes, right, in the industry. But even musically, it's like, I like it. Yeah. I ain't get it before. I like it, though, BC. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's, it's good. You got to go back he to that. Good, it's an album. He's got good music. His messaging is His there. own style. Yeah, his style, like, he's he's there. Like, he's there. He's reaching that that level. Yeah, he's reaching that level. You know who else, who else reached a level today and, and is also there? Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> our show. Our show is complete. Mm, the our crescendo. show is complete. Post, post, post Super Bowl Monday show. It was a legendary weekend, a legendary week. Uh, football is over. Basketball season can begin. But we definitely, certainly will be talking ball all week. You know, and then there's the combine and there's the draft. Uh, but this week we will be seeing our guys, the Kelsey's of the world and the Patrick Mahomes of the world traveling around, going to Saturday Night Live and different shows. So there's going to be so much that comes out of the parade. The parade. Looking forward so we'll be to the covering, parade. Right, right. But right now we're up against it. This is Brandon Marshall. This is Andrew Woohoo. This is BC in the booth. This is Paper Route. And this is SiriusXM Factor Dark Channel 103. And we'll see you tomorrow. Peace.